0: Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there. I've suddenly realised I should write a book, but I'm too lazy. Trying to whittle this thing down into five is just impossible. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTBGAA. The Football Pod on Off the Ball. In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the Football Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships. Hashtag the toughest. Hello there and you're very welcome along to another episode of the Football Pod. It's a Monday evening, it's December, it's gotten cold all of a sudden, lads, it's been freezing the last couple of days. James, Patty, how are you both doing? Very good, Tom. Fabulous. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Just warmed up. I was in Crow Park earlier. Uh, Patty, we, we didn't get a chance to chat at the, the launch of GA Goals Championship. Coverage. It was a brilliant yeah, launch. It
1: was a brilliant lodge obviously. Uh, great product, as we as we all know. Uh, which are lucky with even exclusive here now for an hour. Yeah. But, uh, exactly. It was a long morning. Or, fuck, a couple hours in there uh, this morning. So uh, yeah. Good catch oh, it up with it, lads.
0: We were just talking about the merits of a good headshot earlier, and if anyone's looking at Paddy's Instagram, they'll see that sultry look when he's staring Ooh, down the camera. Yeah. James, he's good at it, isn't he?
2: Great content. Isn't it, it was. It was yeah. a nice photo, not to be fair. <laughs> Fierce.
0: You need to work with.
1: A serious about the coin, they just trimmed that down like like buddy. Photoshopped <laughs> the shit out of that. Like.
2: There's a few filters on oh, it. Oh, like. big time! So that's what you are paid them for. That's the gig. A professional for. But not we Tell were. That'd be nice to be in. Uh, nice to be in Crow Park, Tom. It, it is nice to you could have been worked. there with the club if um,
0: oh. if things went a bit better yeah, but... a oh mistakes man. aren't
1: they is that right <laughs>
0: Tommy <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never said that never once said that it, and, was,
1: uh, it was looking well though wasn't it it, it was absolutely fucking it's always looking Baltic well Baltic in there today though. We? so we're able the pitch pitch side for for an hour or two um, but there's no more games there for the rest of the year the club finals on Saturday their Let's Start Football and Hurdle Finals were the last games I think were they or Croker until
2: there's surely the no concert League. or something on is there
1: or till, sorry you all are the club semi-finals but there the second week of January no there's, I don't think there's anything between now and the club semi-finals in January Toby you're looking at me there girls allowed
2: week. no girls allowed nah no. No, next summer
1: next summer
2: cold play it's summer. always it is a frighteningly cold stadium
1: yeah yeah, at the best of times, whatever you, you it could be is there about June the whole of July and you could freeze your hole off. Never mind, second week, or even, first week e- of December, like.
0: even in the middle of summer. Yeah, no, I, I, I just was looking up fixtures. I can't find them. I, I have a feeling there could be other fixtures on before Christmas. The women's and Kamogi finals not on before Christmas. I think they could be. I know, I know, Nafina of Mead. There was that big story last week. They had to play their Kamogi semi-final and their women's football semi-finals the same weekend, a Saturday and a Sunday. Have you ever had to play two games in two days? Siggers. No. days. Oh,
1: yes. What'd you make
0: yeah. of that?
2: Uh
1: geez, it was madly like, because you were only, what, 22, 21, 22, and you were still wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> so and, uh, they, they've cancelled it, haven't they? That doesn't happen in Sigurdsson. It used to be no. the weekend to yeah. play. The weekend, the Friday like, Friday yeah. and Saturday, and then you go on the piss for about four days after as well. So, geez, it was a tough week. But... Uh, <laughs> No, that was the only time. It has happened in club championship before, though. On the med side as well, hasn't it? Oh, it it has. County championships are dragged out, and if they play the the first round of provincial championship the following day or something, it's definitely come across a couple of times before.
0: Cara Finn uh, played A. Cara Finn were All-Ireland champions back in 1998, and they drew A after winning Galway in the first round of Connacht. And... The Galway Championship had been delayed significantly because well, of Carfin's be all- run.
1: No, it was because Galway would be All order of the was it? Yeah, you're
0: right. That's exactly it. You're 100% Carfin right.
1: bet Erwin in the final.
0: In the final. Charlie Redwoods. So, yep.
1: the,
0: the following uh, club campaign, they win Galway again and they yeah. meet Ballina. So there was a provision put in place that if there's a draw in the first game on the Saturday, Carfin would stay the night in Ballina and they'd play the replay on the Sunday. So there was, there was war about this. After why not just go? They uh, had to do it. Do they go penalty? extra
2: time and then replay, or do they just this go straight is G-A to a replay schedules?
1: Isn't
2: it, like, it they went uh, twenty five years? I, I, they have should have gone sudden death extra time. That penals. would have been the bees knees penalties. No, there was there was no penalties. But imagine sudden death extra time. Next score wins. Anyways, that would be. And I guarantee, I guarantee you, on next score wins in extra time, the next attack could win. I think you're right someone do it like. because when teams actually have to score they score it's when they flute around with it
1: you've obeyed your you. Be ahead of the Ulster Club final this weekend look at him <laughs> 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 kind of I am going to watch
2: I am going to watch the last five minutes of that game and it else. is going to be Just worth it 58 minutes <laughs> uh, it'll be there'll be a point in it there will be ends. either way on 58 minutes that's
0: my prediction
1: before we get into that though that was some large today I do wasn't it
0: Paddy, it was. There's a there's a full podcast out and off the ball right now in the ga feed for anyone who wants to listen to me talking to Michael Murphy, Mark O'Shea, oh. Owen Cadigan, Bubbles O'Dwyer, Richie Hogan, Aaron Kernan, all the key pundits for yeah. Diego. I saved you for the season. Well,
1: that's your luck. There's no point double job in there, is there?
0: no uh, exactly. no, exactly so and do you have to you have to pretend to know about hurling as
2: well now at the new game no <laughs>
1: yeah. I wash my hands at a hurling like, no definitely not,
2: not Tommy does no, though
0: Tommy, Tommy at all. yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Liberc will liber- no, go, go for that again this year they will She <laughs> always was looking at me two fucking heads like.
0: uh, yeah I'm, I'm te- <laughs> I was I was gonna I was tempted to start playing a bit of Herlin and Kratlow. I think I might wait for another year or two until I'm definitely fully dropped by Colin Collins. Yeah. Then I might pick up the junior C. I think I might try and give myself another chance to play again next year. Yeah, a couple exactly. more black cards, Tom. A few more, yeah. <laughs> it would be, be no harm. yeah. You, you interrupted me when I was in the middle of telling you that historical story about Balaná and Cara Finn back in 98. The game uh, ended man, a draw yeah, the first yeah. day. Balaná. And win by two, <laughs> <laughs> two afterwards. Anyways, that was it. Nafina won their at the weekend. They lost the football on Sunday. So, uh, oh, was that the was that the going. turnover? The turnover goal? No, that wasn't. No. that that wasn't. That wasn't the the junior. I believe that was remarkable, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, so tough. They just kept they kept going
2: backwards and backwards and backwards, and eventually there was nowhere left to go. Went back went back to the
0: keeper. She was turned over back in the net. Surely you've been a part of teams that have done things like that in the middle of matches, not not getting caught for it, but have gone backwards and backwards and backwards and yeah. look like they're going to get caught, right?
2: My philosophy on that is, if you're going to hold the ball, you hold it as high up the field as you can. And then if you have to go back, you can go back. You've got, to, you've got to go forward because that's where your better players are anyway, probably from the middle up. Once you start going back to full back line in the goalkeeper positions, even the crow gets jittery. But you know, is
1: there a thing like if you're really under pressure just launch it out of play into the stand
2: Kilmacud did that do yeah. you remember the Kilmacud goal? no he yeah. did launch it he launched it place. It of the field. into the
1: middle of the pitch. if he just boots yeah. that into the stand it's just it's a set play you have time to get everyone set but if you yeah, because everyone's out of position you launch it yeah. into the middle of the pitch it's literally the worst place you can turn it over but uh no I
2: agree holding the ball we though the it's term. so it's so dangerous hold
1: the ball a lot you need to be very very comfortable at doing it but we even we would have done it a lot and we'd always say that in your own half try and get it out of there as far up the pitch mm. as you can because um, yeah it's just you're even watching it even as a Newton you're looking going oh this could go
2: horribly wrong like so anyway because when you're going back you're being chased by yeah. the other team so eventually when it does go, go back to the goalie they're looking out at about eight opposition players just running straight at her in that situation. And she was always going to be... But around.
1: all the opponents, she'd be as well, are getting desperate, aren't they? Like they're lunging in for tackles and all it needs is just one of them to go, right and they'll turn you over. Like, like you might be able to mm. sidestep one of them, but they have 15 people pressed up on you as well. So, someone's going to get contact on you, and it's... It can and the referee
2: on. is giving you yeah. absolutely nothing. The ref
1: is against you, there. He doesn't he want puts to. He just yeah. puts
0: the whistle in the pocket. Yeah, he's
1: waiting for some to sleep. Do what you like. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The, the, the value, like, but, Paddy, I'm sure... It was the same for you, boys. You probably had three or four key players there. I'm sure there's a lot of you that could do it, but you probably had three or four key players who you really wanted on the ball. Yeah, it's the same, sure
1: as, same is. as any team. It's, As Jimmy you say. it's the same as any team. There's there's guys who are more comfortable on the ball, even yes. at senior inter-county level that you want, and there's guys that are not as comfortable on the ball. If yeah. It's from under 14 teams, the whole way up to senior inter-county teams. There's guys who are more comfortable... <laughs> Uh, soloing the ball and keeping it, uh, we were no different as well. You know, it looks like Scully or Kenny, at these guys who were key to being on it, and then these other lads if they get it, and you're like, oh, this could go wrong. And it's, yeah. we were looking. It, it, I don't think we ever had it. We definitely thought we were keeping the ball. We'd won against Girl in 2016, the quarter final. Keno Sullivan skews a, a kick pass. Yes. Uh, Did a
0: goal come from that?
1: Yeah. Uh, Mark, uh, Roy McHugh scores a goal we, we won the game anyway thank God but that brought the goal right back in but we were keeping the ball and Kino just uh, <laughs> he hes trying to kick pass and just sliced it off the outside of his boot. again like the McHugh, right to the middle of the pitch to Roy McHugh. I can picture it and yeah. every one of us he was like on his own 45 and we were like oh fuck he do, <laughs> and sure enough they go up the pitch of all the teams to do it against uh, yeah. and they got a goal and I, that's the one of the only ones I could take where we kind of got caught doing it, uh, I think we're generally all right. But, it
0: was um, Ballinamore, Sean O'Heslins who won at the weekend, they were two points down against Steelstown of Derry in that uh, women's intermediate uh, all Ireland semi final. And uh, yeah, I suppose the, the pressure from the forwards was huge, but Steelstown just kept going back and back and back and just got caught and just nightmare stuff. Those finals, Paddy. Aaron Croker. I, that's why All I was early. glaring at you earlier. Sorry for the, the dirty week. looks I was giving you. No, they're the 16th, 17th, 99% sure. So um, this weekend, we're obviously down to the last six yes. in the senior All-Ireland Club Football Championships. We witnessed two pretty good games, I would say, in their own rights. Um, we had Nace putting it up to Chemical Croaks in the first half. Chemical Croaks pulling away in the second half.
1: That, that wasn't a great second half. I thought that was a really, really good quality first half as well for both teams. Second half, it was it was just very cagey, wasn't it? I thought Nice were probably the better team in the second half of that. Just couldn't get a cut could score. That was they the, had their chances, didn't they? They had chances, they'd be kicking themselves. It's it was a classic Crocs performance again, wasn't it? Just like they ended up winning by That's seven enough. and it's like you're thinking, they're not really doing anything here. Struggling for scores in the second half,
0: yes.
2: I never really thought they were going to lose it they were never in trouble, trouble. yeah it's, you know what I mean? and it's like
1: they, they used to be fair credit to them second half they they worked hard Jesus Christ the intensity they pushed up all over the pitch and they, like I said they had opportunities to win but it's third time in a row they've come, come short against Croaks yeah. yeah lovely it was a great finish Shea Walsh's goal beautiful it was a beautiful beautiful goal he was back to his best there uh, which was massive for Croaks uh, but a really good first half, second half, I just thought it was, I thought quality-wise, both teams are working really hard, but I thought quality-wise, second half, it definitely dropped off. a bit.
0: I, I thought Alex Byrne was just exceptional in that first half for Nace, the wing forward, number 10. He four f- points. Kevin Feely like,
1: that, that he, yeah. he, he was brilliant in the first half. Um, Did
0: really, they shut him down in the really really second half? Because be- Kevin Feely described him as unmarkable in that first half.
1: <laughs> no, I, I still think he got on the ball in the second half. But he just wasn't clinical enough. I thought to, to, it was kind of mirrored Nace. It was Nace's day in a nutshell. You know, mm. we agree. I thought he was probably the best player on the pitch in the first half. Andy McGowan was marking him. He was causing Andy McGowan all sorts of trouble. I thought there was a great battle with Derek Kerwin and Theo Clancy. Agreed. Theo, yeah, I, that was the one. I think Dublin are going to be looking at this young flat. Uh, he was with the 20s. He's he's still only a young guy. And there's definitely times Kerwin probably got the better of him. But just the way he plays, he's a really abrasive full back he's strong he's athletic he's tight like I say he probably he's learned a bit of patience I suppose a bit of finesse with his tackling but he's he's only a kid you know he's going to develop that but there are I know something to say club shades like a, a young Rory O'Carroll there who mm. was really all in or just a handful to work and he'd really go battle with, with Derek Irwin um,
2: there's something in Corwin as well I think he's, a, he's he's a serious player he's, but they, he's like, an erratic he, he, shooter he, I, yeah, no, I, I disagree. I, I, see I don't Kanderer think he's erratic well. in terms of. I don't think he's is erratic in terms of shot selection. I agree, but not in terms of shot selection. Every shot he takes is yeah. on. But, but, but he, his his striking can be off at times. Yeah. He tops it and he drops a short or he, he might Kanderer top it Kanderer, and drag it wide.
1: At, at stages this year, Jimmy. He he gets great positions. He's strong. he's he does. fast, He's direct. Like the, he could go. There could be days where he scores eight or nine points. Yeah, there could that's be days where he scores two.
2: How do you yeah. fix that, James?
1: Practice, man.
2: I'm well, sure he is. But. I mean, he's obviously a natural kicker. It's probably a bit of composure that you just snap at them every so often because the way he misses them is always the same, I think. He just top spins yeah. the ball a little bit and he doesn't catch it because he's a lovely sweet kick when he when he hooks it nicely. But I think he's a nice... Shade of greedy. He's on the right side of greedy. Where <laughs> spoken like a true corner forward to me. Yeah, but I, he's yeah, not I looking agree. to pass the buck He, he does. He doesn't want to dish it to a fella to to tap it over. He knows that he's the best kicker and he can take it on. And he did miss. You're right, Paddy. He misses chances. He missed a lot with Kildare as well. He did, but he, um, and he all did. the Kildare forwards have that have that in them. They can hit if they hit the first one or two. They all go over. If they miss one yeah. or two, they Tim might. Put it, put a few Flin,
1: he's a. Uh, but he's a lot of he's a lot of very good attributes yeah. But I, I've seen him he's natural all the with, with Kildare and then obviously with the Cedar team as well and it's if he was just I suppose you could say been really forward if it was just a bit more clinical he could be yeah. right up. The, I think he could be Kildare's main man. He could be one of the top four in the country. And I think started, what age is he? Young, is 23. 30, yeah, and that's what, he's 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 23. he's quite a lot of he's seen a lot of him, so young. You know, he's in a really good club team. Uh, he's it, he's got to be a key player for Kildare as well.
0: And um, why was he wearing 20? Was he, he was carrying a knock on him? Was he? Yeah.
1: No, I think he's so.
0: been wearing 20 most of the club championships. So maybe he maybe he didn't start a game or maybe they brought him in late. Um. But, but again, like- it
1: was similar though, again, could be at least, they had opportunities and they, I thought out of the three, they played Croke three times, and, and I've lost all three. I thought Saturday was the closest and the best opportunity for to win the game. Uh, they'd be disappointed not to get over the line. But uh, yeah.
0: Like- there's but- so
2: many men to mark against <laughs> God, though, Like if you keep one quiet, there's three causing damage. If you keep two quiet, two. Yeah. Qui- yeah. But even up front, they scores from everywhere. Yeah.
1: Hard. And when they want to turn me, it on, I think they can. They played roughly, uh, a good game. Walsh was obviously very good. Madian was good, but not probably the way you'd associate with Madian in terms of shooting the lights out. But you could see then in an All-Ireland semi-final, it could be Madian who scores five or six points. Like, it was Madian the week before in the semi-final. Uh, this week it was Shane Walsh. And that's, like we said it a couple of weeks ago, we're winning the All-Ireland. <sighs> what teams are going to have? Like, there's, there's no team that has two lads like Mandy the Walsh you know okay Jack McCarroll Conor McCarty Scotstown um, Carl Finn who were surprisingly they were well beaten Ben O'Carroll was exceptional for Bridget's in their win but you know if Croaks
2: get hot if those two boys get hot together there's no club team It's going to stop you know so even do you know when, when one of them goes quiet it's nearly a good thing for them because the opposition forgets about them in a way like because <laughs> whoever's <laughs> on fire is going to get all the attention for yeah. a span of it. And then if they can just maintain it for a while, then the other fella comes into it, then switch it back. Like they're never both on it, on it together. Yeah, I haven't seen they don't it have really, to be both of
1: but the same, yeah. in, since Shane Watson been at the club. But uh, the one thing they do do, and you can see this with all the teams that have been successful, Bridget's were the same the other day, Glenn and Scotstown in, in the North as well. They work exceptionally hard, you know, and it's, Forwards tackling, tracking back, shutting down runners, it is no secret to success. Best mm-hmm. teams have it, and the top Croaks, even though, like I say, Manu might have been at his best, or Shane Walsh even, it probably maybe not as known for it. There was times in that first half he's back at blocks, the guys over, so it gives you a hell of a chance if you're if you're forward line are doing that as well. But but for Croaks, like I say, it's, it wasn't there. by any means their best performance. But they end up winning the game by six or seven points, you know. So for sure,
0: Typically, and for nice like it, it probably doesn't. Reflect how close they got this time. Like, oh. they've, they've been further away the previous two times. Um, interesting to hear you mention that about Theo Clancy, because he, he's impressed me whenever I've seen him as well, Patty. But Kerwin and Byrne, for me, lads, they kind of represent the potential that's always seems to exist in Kildare. Yeah. And like, just see how good they are. And there's plenty of footballers like that in and we've seen plenty of them over the years. Like, if Kalair can click, and it's like it's one of these teams that on paper they always look like they have the raw materials oh, the to make something years. happen. A little bit like, yeah, yeah, actually, Michael Murphy put it told it today. Yeah, <laughs> he put it today that, that they were sixth, fifth, or sixth in Ulster going into this year's Ulster. It's hard to disagree with that, like, but I said to Michael, on paper, you wouldn't back against them.
1: Thanks, Tarone. Um, just just goal we were chatting all there. All yeah, Donegal, yeah.
0: Tarone, Derry, the same side. Just we were chatting there, um, we were just in terms of how Nace lost that game how would you rather lose a match? Would you rather lose a match? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Would you rather no. lose a match like absolutely like trying your very best and just falling short or would you rather just have a complete off day and, you know, it's just, you write it off afterwards. Like, so like Nace, obviously we're in the mix. They got, did far better than they've done previously against Croaks or you've got Cara Finn who were utterly flat and devoid mm-hmm. of any energy uh, that they've illustrated over the last couple of weeks, and we'll probably look back on that as being a, I suppose a, a real regret of theirs, you know. Mm. Uh, in
2: terms of how you prefer to lose, personally, it, diet, how
0: would you like to lose? Would yeah.
2: you rather be buried alive, burned alive? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I would say, answer the question. Definitely, without a doubt, you'd rather play your best and be beaten by a better team. No regrets. No lying in bed going why didn't I or what was wrong or why were the legs heavy that's a way worse place to be mentally I think yeah. you'd rather go out and you perform, everyone like you perform, play well Every, yeah, you yeah, perform as a team just you're just good enough, yeah. it just wasn't your time yeah. I mean that's easier to, to live with they're both horrible because that, that 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 is actually admitting you're not good enough which is probably horrible yeah. as well <laughs> but at least at least you can close your eyes that night at least you tried yeah. Not that, not,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not that. that Cara Finn didn't try. But it, it just didn't, it just didn't happen for Cara Finn, lads at the weekend. And like sometimes that can happen to a team where you're looking out and it just, it just looks flat and they just need something to kick into gear to spark them to life. And I it, thought
1: Bridges were it, exceptional mm. Like I'll hold my hands up here. I thought, I expect the Cara Finn to win that game. First club prediction I've got wrong so far this year and I've got it well wrong because Brizzy's got full I, value for it. I won't go <laughs> check
2: We've only done
1: three. <laughs> I won't go check the stats. <laughs> and the other two were bang on. Crunks. good crunks. Yeah. I fucking was. <laughs> um, do you know what the Bridges performance I said? I was saying to you today Tommy it reminded me of the Rossies kind of ambushing Mayo in the Connacht Championship where they did a brilliant game plan executed to an absolute T Um, uh, yeah, Carl Finn weren't great, but the amount of times Bridgets just were in their face. They outworked them, outsmarted them, turned them over. You could see Carl Finn getting frustrated, they struggling to get scores at all. Gary Sice has a bit of an off day. Michael Lundy's yellow card in the first half where he kind of lashes out. That was just a team who were so frustrated at how things were going. But on the other side, you know, I'm a massive fan of Ben O'Carroll. Um, I know I thought he was exceptional for the Rossies this year as a target man probably the smallest target man in, in GAA but he's so effective so sharp and uh, Bridget's played to his strengths but we said for him to go to the next level it is about being really clinical then and I thought uh, on Sunday he was he had the chances and he nailed he it
0: was- he was lucky with his first shot. Obviously, it dropped oh, about 20 yards short and yeah. bounced over the bar. And then his second shot dropped 20 yards short and didn't bounce over the bar. And then he gets a free in front of the post. Yeah. And then he gets a penalty. But and suddenly, he's the only scorer in the game with 1-2. That is a brilliant way to start a game of but, football.
1: But isn't it like birdie power for the first points? The ball bouncing over the bar is not great, though. No. But um, but for Cara Finn, Jimmy, you've, we've probably all played in games like this. We favourites going in. You get off to a slow start, and before you know it, your opponents they're in your face. They're all over you. And you turn the ball over again. And it just gives them a lift. And you start getting more frustrated. And then you start losing a bit of discipline. And they gave away I, I thought maybe some of the frees were maybe a little bit soft, but they were given. And it's another handy score for Bridget's to push the lead out again and again. And then before Carfield knows, they're four or five points down. And they're frustrated all over the pitch. And Bridget's are like, they're on a the roll. Like Brian Stack, exceptional. Eddie oh, so field. good. like the core of the Bridget's team. They just got more and more energy with every play. And, and that can happen to you in a game where it just snowballs the momentum and it's so hard to get it back. And you just seen, kind of 20 minutes in there, you could see kind of fit are under pressure here. You know, this game is starting to get away from them. They get the goal before half time, Silk's goal, and you think, okay, that's the lifeline. They're still four points down at half time. Do you think? They're going to come out hot in the second half. And they do. They have, they're have on top for the first 10 minutes of the second half, but
0: they just don't convert chances. Crucially, exactly. Crucially, they kick three wides. They have a goal yeah. chance saved. They, they're two goals. They're two chances. They're two scores, excuse me. A goal in injury time. They're 1-7 to two points down. They get a goal. Yeah. They get the next Brilliant score in the second from, half.
1: So gets the turnover, gets up oh, the pitch, and then gets the goal. What over. a footballer,
0: that's. Yeah. but lot it was, of footballer. Isn't
1: that like the type of thing you go, okay, they're back in it now go chat at halftime and come out and blitz it at the start of the second half and to, to an extent they did but they just didn't finish
0: but the second the second that second goal goes in from Dylan McHugh and it, it, that was a real leader's goal that yeah, one it was a great was a goal world. second that goes in Bridget's come to life, and that man Ben O'Carroll scores two points, and then after that Brian Stack breaks up the field and kicks a point, and they get another point from the turnover from a kick out, and suddenly that kind of power and that enthusiasm and uh, that it, pace, the and race was rolling with, at that point. They were, were just so much better, but like, yeah, it was just one of those one of those games, and I would seen Carfin over the last couple of weeks, and looking at their bench the other day, I was like, look at the depth here, Kieran Malloy on the come bench. Back here, yeah, yeah. Five five time All Star Dahi Burke on the bench, multiple All Ar- 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 Oh my God, I can't speak All Ireland winners in Ronan Steed and um a couple of other key footballers that are serious options to bring off the bench. The Farers as well, Tony Gill who scored the goal in the county final. Um, They've no complaints coming
1: from that at the weekend. They were They somewhere. couldn't. They that couldn't not Full value for that. Thing. It was a brilliant, can, brilliant team performance.
0: Can we? Do, so Ben O'Carroll is man of the match, and he he gets. He scores 1-7, a point shy of Shane Walsh's total at the weekend. He couldn't deny him it. But for me, lads, watching on, the fellow who epitomised the Bridges performance and is the leader there is the Roscommon captain, Brian Stack. He's full back. He was in the corner of the hide three weeks ago after getting what looked like a very bad knee injury. He had a hyperextension of the knee. He made it back for the semi final. Come on the last couple of minutes when they are under pressure against Mohill. He started at the weekend. Nobody has got the better of Brian Stack all this year I think his direct opponents have scored a point from playing them at most maybe two for Roscommon and Bridget's all year long there's just some, yeah for Roscommon as well and Bridget's all, all star nominee he's absolutely off the charts all this year a yeah that is so, ridiculous a reckless that yeah it's, well look at that's that's I haven't fully verified that stat, but it is something <laughs> like that. It is something like it's that. that. It is, it's very, very close to that, if it's not true.
1: He was, he can, was brilliant the other day, though. But that, that, that spine yeah. of Bridget's team, and like he was, he was exceptional. at O'Carroll up front as well was, was very clinical. That's, that was the
0: key to our victory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In terms of those kind of man markers, and like Brian Stacks kicks that point in the second half and... I would have a, a kind of conversations with a couple of people in Roscommon yesterday they feel like Brian Stack could offer so much more value a little further forward but he's just so valuable back as a full back that you know they, they'd seem as a natural midfielder in the years to come still quite a young man 25, 26 those man markers lads you know the ones that just always seem to get better of you I don't want to hear about your Thomas Sullivans and your Marco Shays or your you know, your Mick Fitzsimons in, in Dublin training, because whenever you boys get asked who is the toughest marker, you always turn to your own teammates. Yes, I want to hear, yeah, yeah. talk to me. Come on, don't give me the stock answer. Talk to me about some of those markers that begrudgingly always got the better of you. But you know, the, the
2: first thing about the markers, right? Uh, they are so valuable. Yeah. They're similar to having that scoring corner forward who's going to put the scores on the board. The fella marking the marquee forward on the other end is so crucial because it allows you to play a completely different way. If you don't have those markers, you have to get bodies back. Yeah. You have to get them, get everyone defending, blocking space because you don't trust your full back line to actually get out and, and get the fist in when the ball comes in. So like they're completely undervalued and underappreciated. And if I could build a team, I'd hope that one of my best one of my two best players was a cornerback that every day he goes out will quieten the opposition it's best such a, forward.
1: Such a specialist position.
2: Such a specialist
1: position. And and if, so important. If, to, if you trust your full back line that yeah. allows you can push it, it right right to push the play, be far more Off aggressive. Go. Lads go yeah, up yeah. down. we'll deal with this. Should of a great like Lynch from cork. It's one of them unbelievable. Obviously, Marco Shea as well was huge for Kerry. Allows the team to play we had Fitzy meet Philly McWagg Johnny Cooper at different stages as well it just it, the rest of the team just takes confidence from it it's like he'll deal mm. with him no matter who it is because naturally when you get to the later stage of the championship all the top teams have two or three guys that need serious watching and if you don't have the guys if you don't trust them then you've got to say well we'll sacrifice our half forward line they all come back yeah. it's just a totally different way
0: of playing it. it gives you yeah. some confidence Yeah, oh, no, very, very-
2: Jack O'Connor Jack O'Connor used to to have a tactic right where you weren't allowed to go back further than a line so say a midfielder couldn't go back past the half back line or the half forward line couldn't go yeah. back past Drop the midfielders or go past the half back line that was in the in 2010 wow because he knew that his full back line was so good that they needed to put the heat on outside and just take the risk. Like, you, you, there's not many teams doing it now because the quality full backline players. You probably might have won at a time, but Jack had probably three of them at, at the time to to defend. But we you can used, play such to, an attacking yeah. game if you have them.
1: We used to run trader games where you couldn't leave your line. Like, mm. yeah, you, like really, you, yeah, it was great for the form because like, was, like you didn't have to go back in your own half. So like, and what never, did that what did that mean for just quality to it, it just forced man to man all over the pitch yeah so like and we do 20 minutes and I tell you the intensity that is unreal
2: uh, oh I would love that, yeah, oh, that we to know,
1: and I just think we did it maybe for playing you guys Jimmy or for playing Mayo if we were play, we're going to be playing a team that was going man to man we used to kind of filter training matches and go we're going to play 20 minutes six forwards you're not allowed to go back at your own half midfielders you're not allowed to go up and back you have to stay between the 45s. And it was just man to man battles all over the pitch. And the ball Class. was just coming on. It was just like. It yeah, was it's being, just constant kicking? It was, it's just a normal match. But which you, have you have so many options.
2: Yeah. But like, you have so you many options ball, on the ball. You have,
1: to, you have to either beat your man or you just kick pass. That was mm. it. And oh, you, oh God. You oh, be oh, in bits it was just flat to the mat. Man on man. It was great. Uh, f- for forwards, it was great.
0: yeah. We've just fixed yeah. up one that's football fixed forget about your blankets there you go if you're cornerback you're not getting up there if you're midfield it, yeah. no more traffic. defenders
1: hate it because they had to defend and then forwards loved it because man oh man you couldn't you used to, to be good.
0: back playing into county if that was the case
1: no I'd be totally because you needed to be fast <laughs> it was man oh man but uh, I remember yeah it was uh, there were certain games where we'd do that that type of trade
2: that is like that is the best training you can do as well. Yeah. Like those type of games or thirteen side games where it's so open that you have to that you you just make artificially make one on one situations like that.
1: But it's it's but it doesn't it didn't suit some players at all. There's only lads mm-hmm. to drop out and get on a handy ball and all. I'll go in here and drop around midfield and all yeah. that stuff. You're fucked.
2: Anyone who follows the ball, forget it. You have to be two steps ahead. Yeah. You, have to so sprint you have to be predicting. Yeah, you have to be predicting where the ball is going to go, and then you have to yeah put on the afterwards. But
1: there was no uh, there was no handy hand passes right? It was nearly everything was going to be a kick pass. You you're racing yeah. out to the ball, and again that doesn't suit everyone.
2: But that is still how I judge a player up front. How many kick passes did you receive in the game? Because anyone going around getting handy hand passes, huh? looping, it's you're but not you're not a true forward if you That's
1: why I've that. such time for for Carroll. Cause he, that's yeah. it's a key role he plays it for Ross Coleman. Played it for Bridges at the weekend. I agree. I was fond of the old loop point myself. Jimmy I'm Not gonna lie,
2: but uh, I know you were always you were always the first man out for the for the foot pass.
1: Yeah, but but I still but, I like the loop because it's just easier. <laughs> you get a score. Like, well,
2: obviously that's an uh, that's still probably the handiest way to get a point. But I mean, a fella who can win the ball from kick pass out in front that has the intelligence to time the run, has the hands to catch it has yeah, maybe the push off the drop the step there's so much in it it's, I think it's an under it's
1: an a under, hard it's
2: underappreciated skill Yeah,
1: you you're racing someone mm-hmm. there's a man up your hole and you've got to go like that was my role for a couple years with Dublin it was just you have to be the link, and you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're naturally you're probably not going to score as much because you're going out there to allow for a quick transition and then the guys inside are, are behind you and that's why you have a soft spot for, for O'Carroll because I see him doing it doing it so well uh, but I know. Andy Moore,
2: Andy was brilliant at it yeah. but
1: Andy Moore was very smart at it as well and the way Mayo played he didn't have to go out too he was allowed to stay inside he, he wouldn't have got the ball 50 yards from goal he was always no. he was really smart running but it was lateral moves and he was getting kick passes inside the 21 like that year he, he was, was getting
0: there. it on the way to goal but
1: that's yeah. when he wins player of the year in 2017 he, he was exceptional but he got so many kick passes because yeah. he had a brilliant partnership with Killian O'Connor they're screening down to screening, a trading, but, but if you all the kick pass he's getting, he's getting the yeah. scoring positions. My, my thing with Dublin was I was going out the pitch to get it because it was a great space for him behind. Whereas Andy was just probably a little bit smarter and just the way Mayo played played to his strengths as well. But if you again, if you have someone like that inside, we're talking about ball winners. You know, people think mm-hmm. it's supposed to be something like Ballmer Liston or something. So you don't have to be like that. It's been a mm-hmm. really smart
2: E Burke was like McGarvey. Really affect them better at the as well. Um, yeah, you don't have to be outrageously quick. Like you need to be smart. Andy, Andy was, yeah, it he, he was his timing. Yeah.
0: James, are you training for the O'Donoghue Cup?
2: Is he? What? Yeah, but we're still, we're not finished yet. Oh, we're still in there. The great fuss that we won the weekend. weekend? No? Yeah, I didn't see the. I didn't see the carafin again, that's so why it went so quiet there when
1: you're you were talking. Yeah, <laughs> 10 minutes late in carafin, you didn't even watch the fucking thing.
2: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I saw the highlights. So you were you,
0: yeah. playing Fossa the two weeks after they lost the intermediate final to Midtown Castle, Maine. Did you shoot the lights out? No. Point only. Oh. I not like it. I, yeah, Nobody I
2: four wides. I fought one from five. 20%. 20%, yeah. Man. And it, honestly, it was not a bad day either. It was like. <laughs> Cam, and dry,
0: very, nice That's very pitch.
1: honest from you, Jimmy, there. You could have had know, that yeah. up. we ah, it was Gale Force wins.
0: Hurricane. Um, because, no, no, because you're Hamas of Donahue 2014 footballer of the year, the lads just keep shooting. Keep shooting, James. Don't worry All about right. it. Or are they like, what is I'll wrong with said. you? Hold the
2: trigger. A bit of both. Okay. Cop on, but keep at it. <laughs> we said we kick we 16... Well, we went sixteen eleven. So we we definitely should have had one 120, one twenty, one one twenty one. It would did, have been decent scoring, but who did we didn't actually when you weren't stepping up. We've like called Finbar Murphy, got eight points. Ooh. Impressive. And so yeah. The Sherman, boys came on, David and Poddy came on with about no. twenty twenty five twenty minutes to go twenty five minutes to go. Jesus. And um it's a massive competition, as you don't you don't understand. You see, this is true GA. No. This is just passion. No lights, no, no nonsense no glory outside of your town it's just pure passion can you pay cash on the gate or is it just card (laughs) clover it's a subscription okay okay (laughs) I must
0: I must uh, I must make it down to your Dunhu Cup final is it going to be before Christmas week before Christmas
2: isn't it so at semi-finals we've come in on Sunday in Fisterra Stadium Croaks and Spa Fisterra Stadium on Saturday
0: to be fair to be fair, I would love to still be playing football. I think plenty of people would instead of be doing grueling pre-season gym bloody. Well, it does oh, depend
2: right. on your your club facilities because we have, in fairness, we did up our pitch, savage lights, unbelievable surface. It's it's a joy going training. Whereas a couple of years ago, we didn't have it. It was dark, mm. depressing, no lights, boggy field. Then you're like, take me to March. I don't want to be here. Like, yeah. Well, so th- that that is a help.
0: I don't know who Cup aside we've got the Ulster club final this weekend and the Munster club final we've got Dingle and Castlehaven at two o'clock on Sunday and we've got Glenn against Scotstown at four o'clock on Sunday Ooh, okay. Paddy I would just give you a word of advice when you're making your predictions this time maybe just play politics a little bit instead of just going no chance no no chance no okay Glenn Scotstown Paddy Scotstown <laughs> really?
1: yeah of course how come?
0: I think they're better scoring power than Glenn.
1: Glenn are really Glenn are there's a bit of chemical croaks in Glenn, isn't there? That like they're really they don't give you anything. They're experienced. Uh, but I do I, I just think Scottsdale have enough to win this game That's something. Even though they weren't great themselves in their own semi-final. They obviously got out of jail against Trillick, but uh, I've liked the look of Scottsdale. I've
0: seen them a couple of times. Uh, I think the big players are gonna stand up for them. I think they're gonna do it. James before I give you the final word in this game I think Glenn are coming for chemical croaks and I think they're going to get the job done I really like the Scotstown team I think there's first I
1: think or there's, first, there's, no point I think the there's quality think else.
0: quality across I just think that's going to, I think we're going to get that narrative after Christmas so uh, I would wouldn't be disappointed would
1: be brilliant to see as well but.
0: I wouldn't be disappointed if Scotstown win there's some cracking footballers in that team and a Scotstown Kilmico Croak semi-final would be a cracker too James what way do you see that one going I I don't know <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what I do you, know it's it's is gig. it's going to be you know I,
1: gonna
2: I think 9 all, and the winner will come in the 62nd minute and I don't know who it's going to be but I'm going to say Glenn okay that is I guess okay that's you fair. can't re- realistically no, have that in. much oh, yeah. it's it's
0: impossible to call that game Mm. Both games are very hard to call. Dingle, Castlehaven. I think Dingle would have.
1: Toby, I know you hate Castlehaven. I'm
0: going to have to give Castlehaven a good chance here now.
1: You've what did Melton Dingle for do for to you? Month, like.
0: They came through the might of Crasswell. What Cratwell. did Dingle do to you? They better act Gormick. Like. Uh, Dingle are uh, representing Kerry just by virtue of... Winning the club championship. And being a great proud as
1: well, I like.
2: What no. do you have to win to qualify?
1: Where would I rather go for a weekend? That's what I'm going to go with Dingle on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i that way to them. call it. What's the what's, what's the fish place down at Dingle? The fish box is it on the right in the corner. <laughs> the fish box. A, oh, it's called great. that, yeah. It's like a real. I think different. it is actually. Yeah, yeah. It's top of the pops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is the fish box. Yeah, you're right.
2: I that will also be that will also be a low scoring game. Just, yeah. I reckon 13-12. I reckon Two. <laughs> well, I, f- I fancy Dingle. I think Dingle win it. Okay. Very close that. There'd be a, a bit of crack at Dingle if they were that, would
1: there?
0: There would. Mm. Will Mark O'Connor be home? No. That's the key. It's not. I don't think that's that the key. I could swing that. That
2: would be, it would be a huge bonus for Dingle, but... I don't think it's the key. Either. Yeah. Okay. If that, Yeah. Fair enough. That's a very long shot. Key, like get a fella <laughs> out of his professional contract for a weekend. <laughs> it's
1: a hard sell. <laughs> Fly all halfway across the world.
2: Yeah,
0: that's fair. Big ask. That's fair.
1: So okay. what? So Tommy, you you're taking, you think Glenn and Castlehaven.
0: I don't know, I'd, I'd give I'd give both Dingle and Castlehaven a, a right shot at that. I don't think there's much it's between either team, been, I really. <laughs>
1: I'd give them both <laughs> a chance. <laughs> it's like fucking 50-50. Could, could, <laughs> also, could also be a draw. <laughs> oh, well, don't really know how draw. <laughs> no, winner, two winner draws.
0: On the day. Winner on the day. Winner on the day. Right, Scottsdale, um,
1: Dingle for me.
2: Gaelic groans as well, the Dingle game is on.
1: <sighs> I like that pitch.
0: Yeah, lovely pitch. Yeah. Glenn Dingle for me. Hang on, Okay,
1: but it, out of all four places, we're in agreement. We'd rather go to Dingle for the weekend. Yeah. No disrespect to are three, but mm. fish
0: boxes
1: well, are for me.
0: Scotts so. uh, Dingle and Haven are both coastal towns, so you so know. So I
1: do enjoy the coast.
0: Yeah. One or, one or the other, lads. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We got through enough there I think on this week's episode of the Football Pod we'll be back next Monday the pod is brought to you with thanks to AIB proud sponsor of the Senior Club Hurling and Camogie Championships check out hashtag the toughest, toughest, for, more. For, more. The toughest yeah. for more James good luck with the training all this week thanks Tom Paddy I hope the rest of your week is quiet it's not <sighs> yeah Maybe busy man yeah it's all isn't Showbiz. Showbiz. Showbiz, baby. Be good, fella. It's been a pleasure. Talk soon. See you, boys.